0: Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newson with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this uh, Wednesday. Uh, We bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ who's head of our life and to want to give honor to our pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, senior of the Pentecostal Power Church and to Lady, First Lady Murchison and to my own lovely wife, missionary Janice Newsom. Uh, We thank and praise God for what God is doing for us today, and uh, we're excited. We're truly excited about the uh, uh, subject matter that we have today that we're going to talk from, Uh, but we want to acknowledge the Lord in prayer, and before we do that, we like to get our sidebar out of the way so we don't get interrupted uh, during uh, the broadcast. So we just want to say to the people of God, uh, continue to pray for the number of people that had uh, loss of life and calamity uh, at the supermarket uh, due to this uh, alleged uh, hate crime Um, is really uh, disheartening. But I won't say it's unbelievable because anything is happening nowadays. And so we have to watch and pray saints and be uh, on alert uh, because the Bible did tell us to be sober and to be vigilant. Because the adversary, uh, the devil, uh, you know, uh, walking about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And so the enemy is on the loose, but God is doing great things. And so we're focused on what God is doing and not what uh, the devil is doing. Because we know that uh, light uh, is greater than darkness. And we know that good will overcome evil. And our prayers is for the families, our hearts uh, and our prayers and condolences go out to the families that uh, have been affected by uh, senseless acts of violence. That's how I put it. And uh, let us pray. It could be any of us in that situation. Uh, And we just uh, urge the saints to pray for those families, pray for the saints at our church, pray for the saints everywhere. Uh, pray for our leadership as we give honor to our presiding bishop, assistant presiding bishop, and their wives, and to the entire executive council board of bishops. We uh, definitely want to uh, give honor to whom honors due and continue to pray for them, keep them up before the Lord in prayer, as well as the brotherhood, as well as all the auxiliary leaders. Uh, we just want to let all the viewers know that uh, we have a couple of announcements that. Um, <clears throat> Pentecost is fastly approaching and uh, we ask that all the saints that uh, want to kind of know what's going on, you can now go to the website um, where things will be uh, kind of pointed toward the website uh, to a degree where um, there's uh, less misinformation and also there's more accuracy as the Lord continue to uh, develop that. So we ask the saints to do that. It's nppci.org. Please go there. Check it out. nppci.org, National Pentecostal Power Church Incorporated. And so please do that. Go online and check that out. Uh, we want to uh, also announce that we will be on tonight as well at 645. Please come back and join us. We'll be doing our transcript, our introduction of the Gospel of John. It won't be in the same uh similarity as it was uh on uh last month that we taught on the Gospel of John, but we dealt with more uh the narration of all the scriptures connected to Jesus as God, Jesus as Son of God. Now this particular um uh, transcript that we're gonna be teaching from or facilitating from will be the introduction to the Gospel of John, where we will be uh you know 95 uh of the time coming out of john scripture for scripture and we'll be breaking it down uh uh based on transcript uh as we facilitate it and so we definitely won't don't want to cut off the holy ghost but we want to be on task for those of you that uh request a transcript that you will be able to follow along and you'll be able to pick up uh, on each broadcast uh we'll be on with uh uh, Bishop Weatherspoon, which is a uh, Dominion uh, Church of God uh, from Racine, Wisconsin. And so uh, he has, uh, we want to give honor to him as well, Bishop Weatherspoon. Uh, we thank and praise God for him allowing us the opportunity uh, to share uh, on uh, the platform uh, with his particular ministry. And so we count it a great privilege and honor uh, to be uh, afforded the opportunity to uh, share the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and so we want to give a shout out to uh, Bishop Weatherspoon, who is the pastor of Dominion Church of God in Racine. And so we said, God bless you, Bishop Weatherspoon, and and thank you again, sir, for the opportunity. And so we want we want you to join us back here. We'll be back here tonight at six forty five. So please join us on the broadcast. Now we want to offer prayer for those families. Um, For our mothers, for the deacons, for the saints and for all those in leadership, especially our viewers, uh, our viewers and subscribers. Let us pray that the Lord will bless them. And that the Lord will also, uh, you know, uh, elevate them. Praise God. Once their understanding is open up, I pray that God would elevate them uh, to a higher level in God, that they will grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is our prayer. That is our goal and mission uh, for sharing the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, that somebody, life may be transformed. Praise God, that they may be transformed, reformed, and that they may be developed into a child of God and become sons and daughters, praise God, in God's kingdom. And so that's uh, the mission and the objective is that souls will be saved and that people would be enlightened on the word of God. So pray for us, uh, with pray with us and pray for us in this endeavor that we would, uh, continue to do the things that we need to do. Uh, let us get ready to go before his throne as we go to, uh, second Chronicles, uh, seven and 14, we're giving, uh our uh, viewers an opportunity to join us on the broadcast. And we're gonna go to 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, and we're going to uh, offer prayer. And we're praying for those that are on YouTube and Facebook that the Lord will bless them and that they would also have uh, an understanding of God's holy word and that they may uh, be able to uh, reach out to us as well. All right. So let us go to second Chronicles, chapter seven, verse number 14 through 16. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land now, mine eyes shall be open and mine ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. For now, have i chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever And mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. And so we're going to go before his throne. Um, I do want to uh, before I go into prayer, I do want to uh, increase our volume level as we go before his throne. So let us go before his throne. Thank you, Lord. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord, as we come before thee and before Thy throne, O oh Lord, we thank you once again, Lord God, for, O oh God, the opportunity. We thank you, Lord God, for your presence. We thank you, Lord God, for the Holy Ghost. Most of all, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for favor that you have granted unto us, O oh God. And we're so thankful and appreciative to you, Lord God, for all that you have done. In the name of Jesus, and as we pray today, Lord God, we pray for the interest of, oh God, your people and those, oh God, that were, oh God, going through trials and calamity, even those in the shopping center, God, we pray right now in that tragedy. We pray right now, Lord, for comfort and that, Lord, you would meet them at their point of need and God heal them where they hurt. And we know, God, that when there's a loss, there can't be no replacement for the loss of life. But Father, we pray that you would grant them the strength and oh God, hallelujah, the forgiveness. Oh God, to be able to move on and move forward. Oh God, with, oh God, your help in the name of Jesus, that you would direct them. And Lord, nobody know the pain and the suffering and anguish like you know, God, that they're going through right now. And Father, we pray that you would lay your healing hands upon them. Oh God, by your Holy Spirit, that you would touch them right now and grant them, oh God, comfort in the name of Jesus. Even those that are listening and viewing the broadcast today, and oh God, those that desire to be saved, God, and have questions, touch their hearts and their minds, Lord, that they will reach out, God, oh God, while your hand is stretched out toward them, and Lord, that they may be embraced, oh God, in the name of Jesus oh god by oh god your servant and oh god by your holy spirit touch him right now in the name of jesus lord save god to the utmost loose shackles oh god let the oppressed go free break that barrier break that yoke because of your anointing oh god we decree and declare it now in the name of jesus every habit every stronghold everything that's not like you god we pray god that you would destroy it in the name of jesus that they may go free and know that there is, oh God, one God, and that you are that one God, that true and living God. And besides you, there is no other Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray, God, that you would, oh God, grant healing now. Open up their understanding, God. And Father, we pray that you would direct us in this lesson plan, God. We know not what your people have need of. But Lord, we pray and ask that you would direct us in the name of Jesus lead and guide us. Give us the words, O oh God, that would, O oh God, encourage, O oh God, uplift and edify your people. And Father, we thank you. We've ever you praise and we give you all the glory and honor. And we thank you for it right now in the blessed name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. And amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. So we thank God for the prayer uh, that's been prayed. And so we want to definitely, uh, Get ready to go right into. <clears throat> want to go right into the uh, lesson plan today, and we started off from Matthew eight and uh, five through thirteen, and we'll uh, review in terms of breezing through that, and we'll get right back into Luke chapter fourteen, and uh, we'll start at verse number sixteen, and so we want to go to our uh, scripture. Uh, let's go to it. Uh, I'm going to go to the screen reader so you can see where we're at here. And uh, I'll put the, uh, the scripture up for you. And uh, We'll make sure that you're able to see that. All right. So now we have the screen reader up. We got the scripture up. All right. And so now we're going to take a look here we want to take a look at matthew chapter 8 verse number 5 through 13 and when jesus entered into capernaum there were uh, there came unto him a certain centurion beseeching him and saying lord my servant lies uh homesick of palsy and grievously tormented all right He said, a man lies sick of palsy and he's grievously uh, tormented. Praise God. And so uh, let's take a look here. I'm going to take a look here. And he says, and Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. This is what Jesus says. Jesus said, I'm going to come and heal him. All right. This was his response. The centurion answered, this was a centurion response, and said, Lord, I'm not worthy. Thou should come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. And he says, for I'm a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say, uh, come. Excuse me. I say, he says, I have soldiers under me, and I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh, and to my servant, uh, do this and he doeth do it, it, verse number 10. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that follow, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great a faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you uh, that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness and there should be weeping and gashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, go thy way. And I, and Jesus says unto the centurion, uh, I'm sorry. And Jesus said unto the centurion, go thy way. And thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed Uh, And his servant was healed in the self-same hour. So the servant was healed. We're going to get to some points here as we uh, break this down. We're going to Luke 14. I need to share more with you on this breaking barrier series. Now, uh, people in general, will not admit in a a real sense to themselves. They will not admit that. And the reason why I'm being careful with my words, because I want to make sure that you uh, understand where I'm going. People will not admit that they are in a worse condition or not in the state that they proclaim to be in. And the reason why I say this, because we have, uh, uh, glamorized and we have uh put more emphasis on looking the part and acting the part than having the substance that's really needed as a believer to carry out and exercise true faith now let me let me break it down to you Uh, Jesus says here, he didn't put a stipulation on demographics. Hmm. And you know, and this is why it's so important for us as a people, when we see our world that we live in, it's multifaceted people of all nations. And I, I, I don't want to go to this tragic thing because it doesn't tie into this lesson, but I'd like to use it for a second. This young man that goes into this supermarket and want to kill up a, uh, a lot of black people. I, I, this is a good time to inject this. He needed help also. Hmm? And what I mean by that, we as believers, we have to be able to try to reach any and everybody that we can try to reach because people got problems it doesn't matter what color they is doesn't matter what demographics they live in doesn't matter how much money they have doesn't matter how well off they have Hmm? and jesus kind of hits this point with the jewish uh nation of israel because the centurion man was a roman soldier he was a military officer he was a soldier in the roman army now most people would have thought now i'm I'm just breaking it down to you breaking barriers most people would have thought him being in the roman army he he's the one that's oppressing us he's certainly we're certainly not gonna offer salvation to him (laughs) i I'm, i'm trying to get somewhere And so it behooves us the most least person that we may think uh, don't deserve an opportunity. I'm not saying that we as believers don't think anyone else belongs and have an opportunity, but we can walk in that mindset and not act on the word of God that wants all men's lives to be saved. Praise God. And and let me, you know, let me, let me finish before you get your opinion, because God will gather, the faithful people will be gathered to the feast. Hmm? And this is why I said earlier this week, uh, it doesn't matter if God bring them in and fill them with his Holy Spirit or God bring them in and begin to deal with them. We need to move over. And let them get a chair at the table so they can get their fork and spoon out and have some salad. Glory. And the reason why I say that is because he said, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. And I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Uh, God loves all of us. He don't love our sin. Neither should we love sin. Hmm? And so when people uh, carry out you know things like that, atrocities like that. There's something going on with that individual soul, and they need saving. I know we're looking at what they done, but we didn't done, done some stuff too before we got saved. Hmm? And God can still forgive sin. God still can heal. God can still reach that soul. Hmm? And so I'm not justifying the person that did the wrong. What I'm saying is, we have to look at it the way Jesus. Looked at the centurion man. Hmm? If he has some faith, you can come. And this is what this is about. This gospel is about you having faith in God, not about just all and having a relationship with him. Not just knowing of God, because you got a lot of people know God exists. You got a lot of people go to church and don't know God. I know I'm messing up. But the faithful people will be gathered to the feast. And I want to get some scripture for you. The centurion was a Gentile officer. He was a Roman soldier. He had over a hundred men. And the Jews hated him. Hmm? You know, the Jews, you know, didn't, didn't care for the uh the Romans, you know, because they oppressed them. But the the, the Jews were shocked when Jesus turned to them and told him he found so uh great faith in Israel, no, not in Israel, they were shocked. Hmm? And when Jesus goes to the latter end of this scripture and says that, um, that some were going to be cast out, hmm? he says that, let's go back to it. I want to go back to it real quick. Let me, let me go and get the scripture for you. I still got the scripture reader. I, I want to show you something. Let's take a look at it. Stay with me. I don't want you to miss this. He says, verily, I say unto you, I have not found so great. He says, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Then he goes to another uh, discourse of dialogue of teaching his people or, or, or those that were there witnessing it. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. There's a remnant of Israel that's gonna be saved. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out in our outer darkness, and there should be weeping and gashing of teeth. That's talking about, that's talking about, that's talking about people that know religious order. That's talking about people that you know that were Israelites that knew the law. Huh? You mean to tell me, oh, glory be to God. We can mess around and miss this if we don't, oh, glory be to God. We can mess around and miss this if we don't break some of these barriers that's in our churches and in our ministries. Hmm? We need to break down some of these barriers that's hampering us hmm, from the outreach part of what ministry was designed for. Praise God. And we got to stop being so divisive. Oh, let me, let me get, let me get out of here. I got to go. We got to stop being so divisive and work together cohesively as one, because the Bible says we're laborers together, huh? With God, we're laborers together. And so if we're laborers together, we're all looking for the same common goal that somebody might get saved. Praise God. And it's very important that we don't, um, uh, we don't turn a blind eye or turn our nose up at anybody. Hmm? They were shocked because they were wrapped up in their own affairs and their own agenda. We're talking about the Jews, hmm? God's people. Now this was the past scripture I'm breaking down for you. They were wrapped up. They were wrapped up so much in what they were wrapped up in. They could not see what God wants. Oh, glory be to God. Can you see what God wants to do? Hmm? to reach all people. Can we see that when we pray every day? When you go down on your knees and pray, can you see what God wants to do? Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? To reach all people through you. I can answer that for some of us safely. Some of us do. Some of us see what God wants to do, but we still are sitting with our hands folded. Oh, glory be to God. Some of us know what God wants us to do, but we're still sitting, oh, glory be to God, idle, or we're sitting with the mindset of, well, I'm I, I don't I don't have, I don't, I don't look like them. I don't have the title, I don't have the information, I don't have the know-how. All you need is faith in to trust God. You don't even need a scripture. God, if you have the Holy Ghost, God will give you what to say in that hour. Oh, glory be to God. And sometimes we think if we're we're not well equipped, we're not fit for the task. That's a barrier. Oh, God has helped me, y'all. Praise God. Glory. Sometimes we feel like, oh, well, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm the least of the bunch. I certainly, you know, let, let me take you to a scripture in Isaiah. Now I can take you to a scripture in Isaiah. I can take you to a scripture in in, in Jeremiah. You know, sometimes we think we're too young. We we feel we, you know, our our the you know, back old southern expression. You know, the the pea pod hadn't filled out yet. You know, sometimes sometimes we feel like, well, we're not fully equipped. Hmm? But I want to let you know, and I want to encourage you today, those of you that are listening. Was none of us equipped for this task when we first started. God had to teach all of us hmm? and God had to help all of us. And some of us, we learned as we went on. Some of us, we stumbled along <laughs> huh? as we went on. And you know what? Uh, oh, glory be to God. And if the truth be told, if people really be frank and be honest with you, there's no manual for this. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. huh? I'm, I'm saying in terms of uh, other than God leading and guiding. This is why the Bible said he, when the spirit of truth has come, he will lead and guide you in all truth. You need to be led of God because some, you're going to get to some scenarios. Oh, glory be to God. Where, oh, glory to God, where, where there ain't going to be no instructions. I'm saying on paper, and you're going to have to follow the instructions of the spirit. Philip had to do it. Paul had to do it. The apostles had to do it. They had to follow the instructions of the Holy Ghost. Hmm? When certain situations and and, and things they got into, yeah, they knew the law. Yeah, they had knowledge. Yeah, some of them had the scripture. Some of them had the the Torah. Uh, Praise God. Some of them had the Psalms, right? But certain scenarios they got into, they needed to rely on the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Now, I want to let you know today, be encouraged and know that we can break the barrier. Now, look at this. The question was, can we see what God wants to do to reach all people? Can we see it? They could not see it. And Jesus uses this centurion opportunity. Oh, glory be to God, to display a level of faith that was needed in Israel. All glory be to God. There were some towns Jesus did no miracles because the people just certainly didn't believe. Do you believe? That's the question. Do you believe? Let's go to some scripture. Now it's time for me to go to scripture. Let's go to, um, let's go to, uh, I'm going to go to Luke chapter 16, now, 14, Luke chapter 14. Let's go there. Luke chapter 14, and we're going to read. And we're going to go verse number 16. I want to read something for you. And I'm going back to some of the things I just shared because I need to uh, clear up something. Uh, let's go 14 and 16 through, uh, let's go to 28. Let's see here. Okay. I'm going to put scripture on the screen for you. Then said he, unto him, a certain man made a great supper and bade many. This is what Jesus said. There was a great supper and he invited many people. And when I asked the question, can you see what God wants to do to reach all people. Hmm? We should be compelling men and women to come with all that we see going on around us. Hmm? People are dying every day through senseless acts of violence, through uh, gun violence, through uh, fires, through tornadoes, through natural disasters. The list goes on through wars. Hmm. Through disease, through famine, through a number of things. Those are just a short list of items. Look at this. And he sent the servant at supper to say to them that were bidden, come, all things are ready. Hmm? And I'm here today to encourage you to break that barrier. That's been hindering you from sharing with others, the gospel of Jesus Christ and share with others to let them know that the supper is ready. Oh, glory, glory. Hallelujah. You need to, it's time that we need to tell somebody uh, the table is ready. God got the table ready. You need to come on in now. You need to come on and sit at the table. Praise God. Hmm? And he, he, he sent his servant at supper time, at the proper time, This is the proper time people of God to tell any and everybody that Jesus saves, this is the proper time. And he says, say to them that was bidden, come, not just come to your church and come to your ministry, tell them to come to Jesus. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, well, we know they got to come to our, to our assembly, but I'm saying, emphasize them coming to Jesus. You know, you need Christ in your life. Come on, give your life to God. Hmm? And there's a place you need to do it. Hmm? You can't do it sitting there on the bar stool. You can't do it all sitting there listening at the honky tonk. Uh, You all glory be to God. You know what I'm saying? You can't do it sitting there listening to the seabird. But you need to come over here where the table is spread. And the Feast of the Lord is going on. Hmm? And you won't find it in the Jook House. Oh, I know. I know. That's an old Southern expression. You won't find it in the Jook House or the juke Joint. Hmm? But you will find what you need in the house of God. Hmm? Look at this now. He says here, he says here in uh, Luke 14 and 18. And they all with one accord I'm sorry they all with one consent they all with one consent began to make excuse oh Lord Jesus look at this they all began to make excuses and that was a barrier hmm? and the oh glory be to God and you know what people can let hate separate them hmm? We can let hate displace us, unforgiveness. That's a barrier. Hmm? The Jews didn't want to have nothing to do with the centurion. And they felt like, ooh, Jesus helping him. And when Paul got converted and he began to preach uh, to his own brethren, oh, glory be to God. And they said, not him. Really? And so people will, your past can be a barrier. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? People can look at what you done last year and now you done repented for it and decide you want to be saved. People will look at what you done last year. You can't let that be a barrier and you cannot let that stop you from serving the Lord. Hmm. You can't let that stop you. Look at this. Some people, uh, Oh, we'll get to this other point. We'll get to it. Let's, let's go ahead. Uh, they all would consent begin to make excuse. And the first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground and I must need, uh, go and, uh, see it. I pray thee, have me excuse. Hmm? How is it that we think we can pray that our excuse would be valid to God? That is not a wise prayer. Oh, glory be to God. I know. Give me your feedback. Give me your feedback on this scripture. Can you see the level of ignorance we can have to be a barrier? We know what we should be doing and what we're supposed to be doing, but we're going to pray that God would excuse us. Oh, glory be to God. And the Bible tell me thou art inexcusable, old man. And so God is not, oh, glory be to God. God is not excusing us for not delivering the gospel message. This is a commission and is a command and there is no excuse for it. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. This is, this is, I know it's tight, but you got to understand this is right. And I cannot... And I know pastors and bishops that have churches, they can't say to the Lord, well, Lord, I'm not going to deal with these people this month. I'm out of here. They can't make that excuse. Hmm? But they have a charge from God according to Acts 20 and 28. Let me go to it. (laughs) Let me go to Acts 20 and 28. I want to let you see some. I want you to see some. And we're going to go back to uh Luke sixteen, and eighteen. I want you to see some. He says in Acts 20 and 28, the apostle, this is the apostle to the Gentile, and he says here, take heed there unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost have made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he had purchased with his own blood. Hmm? We have a responsibility. I know. Now there's something we can pray to be excused from. I want want to make sure you understand what I'm saying. There's some things we can pray to be excused from, but when it comes to this, oh, glory be to God, to this commission, (laughs) <laughs> I, I I don't want to disappoint some of you. We will not be excused for not being a light to the world. We will not be excused for that. Oh, glory be to God. I know. I know. We want an excuse for everything, but I won't let you know we won't be excused for the gospel of Jesus Christ, not doing what we're supposed to be doing. All right. And so let us break these barriers, Hmm? Matthew 14, I mean, Luke 14, 18, let us break these barriers so we can go higher in the Lord, Hmm? because we can do like some of these in Luke 14 and 18. We can say, pray thee and have me excuse, because I got me a piece of land. And then we can do like the next person. This is what the next person did in Luke 14, 19. And another said, I bought a yoke of oxen. Hmm? I just bought me a tractor. Hmm? And I got to go test my tractor out. Or I just bought a car. And I got to go drive it and and relax in it. Hmm? And he said, I pray to have me excused. Hmm? And in this text, pray, meaning he begged them. Please excuse me. You know, when I say, I, I pray thee, I beseech you, I beg you, I, they asked him. Please excuse me. Verse number 20. And another said, I have married a wife. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. You know, I ain't coming. He said, therefore, I cannot come. He didn't say, please excuse me or nothing. He wasn't being polite about it. He He's being straight up front like some of us is. You know, pastor called Bible class. Some of us say, he won't see me there. Hmm? But look at this. 1421. 1421. So the servant came, Guess what happened. We need to break some barriers. The servant came and showed his Lord the things that the master of the house being angry and to his servants, he said, go out quickly into the streets. This is what Jesus was talking about here in the latter part Uh, Matthew chapter 8, verse number 11 through 13. This is what Jesus was trying to break down to them. So the servant came and showed his Lord these things. And then uh, the master of the house being angry said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor. The maim and the halt. Hmm? We got to be careful. We're not laughing at the person that's less fortunate. Hmm? You see that man on the street begging, that woman on the street begging. You could be in that situation. Hmm? We need to be filled with compassion. Look at this. And the blind. So bring the blind too. You mean tell me you can see 2020 what's going on around you and you not prompted to get in a hurry? That's a barrier, honey. Look at this. We got all kinds of barriers. We don't even see the barrier. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. They're invisible to us. Some of, them, some of them we can see. But look at this. Look at this. I want to explain something here. Having a Christian family is good. Hmm? It's a wonderful blessing. Some people think, oh, because, oh, Lord, I got a Christian family. You know, my sister's saved. I'm good. Hmm? But it ain't going to guarantee me eternal life because my mama was saved. I need to be saved. My dad, oh, glory be to God. Oh, my uncle was saved, but I'm not saved. Hmm? That's not how this works. You need to believe in Christ. Hmm? You need to believe in Christ and you need to follow Christ. Oh, glory be to God. I know I got to go. These are barriers. Just believing along ain't going to get it done. Oh, glory to God. But we need to believe in Christ and follow him. That means obey the word of God. Look at this. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou has commanded. And yet there's room. Oh, glory be to God and on this breaking barrier subject day i want to let you know there is room at the cross for you mm? there is room for you at the cross there is room in god's house for you and don't let all oh, glory be to god don't let excuses oh lord don't let people mm? don't let situation don't let your past don't let nothing separate you from the love of god oh glory be to god hallelujah but you need to come on where the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. Oh, glory be to God. And you know what? We got to be breaking barriers so tough that if ain't no more place to be passed out, you can eat off of my plate. Glory. Oh, cause the Lord putting more on down. So it'd be enough for all of us. Glory to God. Huh? Cause we ain't no room for self in this over here. Ain't no room. That can be a barrier. Ain't no room for selfishness. There's no room for pride. There's no room for envy, strife, and jealousy. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. There's room for you. I got to go. I had to get out of here now. There is room for you. And I don't care who said uh you can't be saved, you can be saved. According to Acts 2:38 and 39, he said, For the promises unto you and to your children. And all that are for all, even as many the Lord our God shall call, there's room for you. Look at this. I'm getting out of here. I got more scripture for you. We got to go to Isaiah. But look at this. Verse number 23. And the Lord and, and the Lord said unto the servant: Go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in. I'm letting you know, break these barriers and let people know it's time to get your house in order. It's time to get ready. So any day now, all glory be to God, Jesus could crack the sky any day now. And ain't no time to be playing around, sugarcoating it, trying to sweeten it up. You need to get in here. Hmm? While the doors of the church is open, come on in. Glory. Look at this. He says, and compel them to come in that my house may be filled <laughs> oh glory be to god huh you come to your church every sunday and we come to our church every sunday and you see that seat next to you empty bring somebody along with you <laughs> oh glory be to god i know i know i'm not i'm not on my soapbox but it's come to me first it comes to brun Newsom first hmm? bring somebody along with you if you can oh glory be to god wouldn't that be nice if we could just bring bring one each one reach one bring somebody along with you invite them Hmm? to your father's house look at this that my house may be filled huh we got to break some barriers Hmm? we got to break some barriers of getting used to that seat being empty because we don't want nobody sitting next to us (laughs) oh let me go i got to get out of here (laughs) oh glory huh but you ought to want somebody Oh, glory be to God. You ought to want somebody to be saved because you are saved. Let me get out of here. I got to go. I want somebody to be saved. Praise God. Look at this. Luke 14, 25. He says here, for I say unto you that none of those men which was bidden, shall, shall taste of my supper. Hmm? The ones that made excuse. Now, this is what I was trying to share with you, that we make excuses for people and we begin to validate these excuses as being valid. But this scripture in Luke 14, 24, it discloses that none of the excuses was valid. Oh, glory be to God, to God. They made them, but they weren't valid to God. Hmm? But look at this, that none of those men, men, which were bidden shall taste of my supper. And there went a great multitude with him and he turned and said unto them, if any man come to me and hate not, this is why I say having a Christian family is good. It's a wonderful blessing, but it won't guarantee you eternal life. Hmm. You must believe in Christ and you must follow Christ. Look at this. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and his wife and his children, and his brother and his sisters, and yea, and his own life also. Oh, glory be to God. He didn't leave you out. He didn't leave me out. Said he cannot be my disciple. Discipleship requires commitment and commitment will cause you to break barriers. And it's time for us as a people of God to recommit to God and look at where we dropped off from our commitment and renew our vow to the Lord. Hmm? I know. I know we shout like we still got it. We run like we still got it. We jump like we still got it. We preach like we still got it. But we need to go before Holy God that sees where we are and who we are. Mm? And some of us, we're blind, we're naked, and we destitute, mm? and we're poor. I don't care if your bank account is filled up, you poor if you don't have God. Look at this. Cannot be my disciple. Mm? There's no way you could be God's disciple and not bear your cross. Hmm? Must Jesus bear the cross alone and the whole world go free? You answer that. Luke 14, 28. For which of you, intending to build a tower, sit it not down first and count it the cost? Whether he have Sufficient to finish it. That's a very good analogy he brought there in that scripture. Hmm? It's time to do an evaluation. Hmm? It's time to take inventory. Hmm? And I want to let you know as we read Isaiah and we're getting on out here in the next five minutes. Let's go to Isaiah. I want to go to Isaiah and give you some scriptures here. Go to Isaiah. Uh, we're just going to put the Uh, Scripture reader on the screen. We're going to go to Isaiah uh, chapter 26. And uh, Isaiah 26. And let's go to, I don't know, let's go to 6 through 9. Isaiah 26 and 6. Go to Isaiah 26 and 6 through 9. We're going to go there. I want you to see something about this Breaking Barrier series. Because we got them. I got barriers. Hmm? But after reading these scriptures, after reviewing the word of the Lord, we got to go back and do some things different, do some things over. Hmm? Look at this. Isaiah 26 and six. He says here, the foot shall tread it down. Even the feet of the poor and the steps of of the needy the way of the just is uprightness thou most upright do his way the path of the just we even that are just have to examine ourselves through the scripture if our justness is just hmm? because we can be self-righteous in ourselves hmm? look at this yeah even in the way of judgments O oh lord We have waited for thee and the desire of our soul is to thy name and the remembrance and to the remembrance of thee. He said, with my soul, I have desired thee in the night. Yea, with my spirit within me, I will seek thee early. For when thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness i want to let you know we know there are 66 books in the bible based on isaiah 26 and nine. we we already know there are 66 books in the bible but technically there are 67 books you probably said preacher what you going crazy what are you talking about there are 67 books there's another epistle that you forgot about and the bible said You are a living epistle, known and read of all men. You are the 67 book that people look at as a believer. And if they read you and you not right, oh, glory be to God. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. If they reading you and you ain't, oh, you ain't behaving right. You ain't doing right. Hmm? The world will learn righteousness by looking at you. And think about it. If we're not right while we down here on earth and people looking at us, we're going to lead people astray. And this is why it's imperative that we break these barriers. Hmm? It's imperative that we don't just look for barriers in other people, but we got to see our own barriers. Hmm? And Eunuch had a barrier. He didn't understand what he was reading in Isaiah. But the Lord directed, hmm, philip to go into the desert and reveal unto the unit what he need to understand about the scripture and as they roll along in the chariot he asked him what do it hinder me to be baptized hmm? you not being baptized in jesus name could be a barrier you not being filled with the holy ghost can be a barrier you not understanding repentance can be a barrier oh glory be to god i know i know i'm just trying to break it down to you huh and it's very important that you understand why you need to repent and be baptized in water in jesus name i want to go to my next scripture and we're getting out of here we got about five more minutes stay with me well four minutes but i'll be done in two more minutes we're gonna to go to uh isaiah uh 66 and 9 through 13. Isaiah 66 and 9 through 13. Right. I want you to see this here. Isaiah 66 and 9. Scripture readers on the screen. Isaiah 66 and 9. He says here, shall I bring forth uh, uh, he says, "Shall I bring the birth?" Rather, he says, "Shall I bring the birth and not cause to bring forth?" This is the Lord put a question here. Prophet Isaiah uh, put this question here. He says, "Shall I bring to birth and not cause to bring forth?" God has birthed the Holy Ghost and have birthed, oh, glory be God, his Holy Spirit within us. And should we be bringing forth fruit? Oh, glory be to God. Look at this. Said the Lord. He put the question to him, to the nation of Israel. He put the question to him. Shall I bring birth and not cause to bring forth, said the Lord. And he says here, shall I cause to bring forth and shut the womb said God oh glory be to God we stop our own flow God is not willing to any should perish but all come to repentance we hinder our own self hmm sometimes oh sometimes we're overtaken with the blessing sometimes to be honest saints we got too much stuff If we tell the truth we got too much stuff some of us we got so much stuff we can turn it into a God <laughs> oh let me get out of here I got to go all right. To be continued. I want you to finish reading Isaiah 26. I hope I said something to encourage you to bless you today. Um, I uh, thank God for you joining the Faith in God in our TV broadcast. We want to say God bless you. Thank you for viewing us today. Uh, we hope we said something uh, to jog uh, your understanding. But saints, this breaking barrier series. Uh, we, we really need some uh, barriers broke. And Isaiah said, and the burden shall be taken from off thy shoulder, Isaiah 10 and 28, and the yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. We need another anointing to break these barriers. Mm-hmm. And this, I took the long way around to get to that Isaiah 10 and 28, we need another anointing. Hmm? Plain and simple. Whether you uh, whether you admit it or not, we need another anointing. And so these are the faithful words of your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with faith in God and that TV. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name.